Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Chapters with Suba and Brianna, a podcast where we talk all things life. Our first chapter series is on friendships. Let's dive in. So the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. trial has showed us what's to come in this year. I don't know if it's so happy, but we're enjoying it. 2021 is still my year. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like everybody said that in 2020, but it's okay. Just keep it up. No, you know what Just it keep is? It up. I think 2020, we had to learn the tools. Like, we went through the shit. We learned a lot. Yeah. And now in 2021, like, it's still going to be shit, but we're going to have the tools to, like, get to through cope it, with it. You know? Like, we know. So, yeah. I think it's still going to be like, yeah. I'm fucking out here dying, but it's still my year. I feel like it's like a comedy. Like, at this point, everybody's just, like, wakes up and they're like, okay, what is it going to be? What today? And it's bad because it's not good things that are happening, but, like, you know when you're just in it and you're looking around and you're like, am I in a simulation? Because I really fucking feel like I'm in a simulation. Yeah. That's us. Exactly. Um... Sorry we've been so MIA. I mean, I had my first law school exams, which seriously kicked my ass. So I was a hermit and didn't do anything. But we're back now. Yeah. And Christmas and the holidays. Christmas and the holidays, depression. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, shit happens. But But we're here now. (laughs) We're here now. Back. What's the expression? Back Back in in business. Back in bitches. No. Back in bitches? No. Back the in bitches better. are back. <laughs> I was going to say back in better than ever. No. No? I don't know. Back Anyways. in... If you know We're it, back. let us know. Um, I feel like we always do that, though. We, like, take... Ex- I always do that. I take an expression and I create it to be better. I mean, like, give a dog a bone and he wants yeah, the whole damn steak. Yeah, it's not necessarily better. It is, <laughs> what's the other one? It's... Dog. Give an inch, take a mile. Okay, give an inch, take a mile. Give a dog a bone, and he wants the whole steak. <laughs> I mean, you pick. I I think mine's better. Um, so Bree and I actually have been playing this game that we got. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. We're doing some free promo right here, so feel free to sponsor us. If you're not watching on YouTube, the game is um, we're not really strangers. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I. F- It's uncomfortable at first, I find, and it's like, I think it's a good game to play on a first date because it really forces you to answer some, like, uncomfortable questions, but we played it, and even though we've known each other for so long, I still thought I felt uncomfortable. You played it with Chaz, and you were like, I was like, I have anxiety. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's good. It's a good anxiety. But you know what my anxiety is? It's because... Like, I feel like regular people who are able to lie could probably play this game really, like, fine. Because you don't have to necessarily be honest. Yeah. But then the second that I read a card, like, I can't lie. So I just panic. And then I'm like, fuck, I actually have to answer this honestly. That's which is the good. point of the game. Yeah. No, it's definitely good. But then it makes me uncomfortable and anxious because I'm like, well, here is something that I didn't necessarily want to talk about. But now I have to talk about because I can't fucking lie. <laughs> I feel like there was, like, that one thing that you guys, like, both had to draw something or, like, write a letter to your younger selves, and both of yours was so deep. I was like, holy shit. I feel like we're really getting into the shits right now. But it's good. I like it. It's like it forces you to 
really yeah. oh there's a card that like forces you to dig deeper if you think the other person is bullshitting and their their question wasn't um reflective enough or but anyways like, yeah, wasn't deep enough you could be like dig deeper whore Bree's gonna pick a card um so there's through forever's listening there's three levels one two three we're starting with level one which is just like the easy perception e- question yeah exactly and then they get harder as you go up but we'll start off light do i look kind explain Okay. Do I look kind? It depends. <laughs> no, not that you look unkind. A resting bitch face? Yeah, you, I feel like if I didn't know you, and you were walking... Brianna, when you're walking home from the bus stop, you're not, like, smiling on the street to everyone around you. Like, you're just going home. Like, I feel like you have your headphones in and you just walk. Yeah. So it's not that you look unkind. But you know those people who just, like, go out of their way sometimes? But who looks kind, then? Me. I don't... Oh, no, I smile at everyone. <laughs> I talk to everybody on the street. Yeah, no, I could see that. No, but I guess I have an unapproachable face. No, not unapproachable. Okay, no, I guess this is wrong. You do look kind. You don't look unkind. Approachable is what I was thinking. Like, sometimes I feel like I wouldn't approach you. Sometimes I'm your friend and I feel like I shouldn't approach you when you're reading. I'm like, honestly, she doesn't look like she wants to chat right now. I don't look, I feel like I don't look approachable, not because of my face, but because I look like unhygienic or like homeless sometimes when I'm going for a walk like what? like when I'm walking and I look crazy people like probably don't approach me you pick one now how many speeding tickets do you think I've gotten in my life in your life speeding yeah I, I know you've gotten pulled over at least once but I'm pretty sure you got out of that ticket mm-hmm. so speeding ticket maybe none actually because i speed by the cops (laughs) other tickets yes but yeah i mean and that doesn't say any like you should be getting a lot of speeding tickets because the way you drive is like (laughs) (laughs) i just need to get places and people drive so fucking slow like they're going to their funeral like they need to go faster but like okay anyways but yeah i don't think you've actually gotten any tickets no me neither this one's a good uh negotiator no you just have to like play their own game against them well i've never been pulled over so it's because you drive like one of those people going <laughs> driving one it's kilometer I an hour drive. no guys if you ever need to get somewhere do not ask brianna to give you a ride okay, on the highway i'm pretty good yeah yeah like you go with the speed limit i go above i do like 125 <laughs> <laughs> 120 is the speed, speed limit. limit is 100 Actually, at 120, you could technically get a ticket. So 125, I'm like, mm. I'm I'm a risky girl today. Um, it's speed technically speeding. I could get a ticket for that if a cop wanted to be an asshole. They could. But chances yeah. are, they yeah, would not going to win. Or you could slap the brake. I know exactly. <laughs> the like, officer, what? <laughs> you are going fast. Do you make any like New Year's resolutions or intentions for this year? I think I really. One thing that I, like, I feel like I never really make New Year's goals. I think I just tell myself, like, principles, like, overarching principles that I didn't necessarily abide by this year. And so that's just because I'm a fluke. Like, I, I don't like commitment. So I don't yeah. like to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for this and many days. Or I'm, like, that for me just doesn't work. So I think I just come up with more vague things and then put reminders around my space to just remind me that this is what I'm working on. 
And whether I achieve it or not, it's just like I have the intention to work on this. So something that I'm trying to work on in the last 10 days, I mean, I don't know if it's been working or not, (laughs) but it's just being more patient. And I think I'm trying to, um, like a combination of putting myself first, but at the same time still being a good person. I feel like in my mind, they're not interchangeable. If you put yourself first, you're not being a good person. But one of the things I told myself is I want to figure out a way that I can train my brain, that I can be a good person, even if that means I'm putting myself above other people. Yeah. So I've like put up notes in my bedroom and I've told the people that to hold me accountable and things like that. Or, And I feel like it's kind of working out, but the patience one, I think back <laughs> to our two arguments yesterday. I'm like, I think I have to work on patience. Monopoly got a little heated. Our debate got a little heated. And I'm like, patience is a virtue. Yeah, Monopoly will end friendships. <laughs> it almost did. Don't ever play with Brianna Garneau if you ever want to play Monopoly. She monopolizes. <laughs> One of the game. Name of the game. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I just Son. feel like you know. I'm just out here trying to spread love, give properties, make negotiations. You need to put yourself first. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so you did. Exactly, and I won. These little sneaky sneak. Anyways, monopoly ain't it. Not no. it. If you're trying to build friendships, <laughs> use it. If you're trying to break up with a friend, which we will get to. Anyways, uh, how about you? Yeah, no. It's funny that you say that because. My one of my intentions for the year is to prioritize myself too. Mm-hmm. So I always find like it's kind of messy because I like prioritize school or have been prioritizing dating. But then my friend Tara was like, Brie, when have you prioritized yourself? And so I like took some time to think like, even though those are kind of intertwined, mm-hmm. there is a big difference in prioritizing myself and my personal mm-hmm. well-being compared mm-hmm. to those things. So yeah, I've just been trying to um, do like daily things where I feel like I'm really just honoring like just me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not any other like um, like external, yeah. I guess. Like the source um, of happiness things. isn't coming from something else, like finishing an article for school or going on a fun date. It's really like mm-hmm. I'm doing this for me and I feel good doing this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not even more so like, happiness per se but I would say like just because I still think like okay for me at least prioritizing my schoolwork like that also is prioritizing Brianna as a person Mm -hmm. but instead of like focusing on the external priorities I really want to focus on like the internal priorities of like how do I feel Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just been starting off by like five to ten minutes at least of just like don't think about everything else mm-hmm. like just spend time with you mm-hmm. um so that's so far been going well good I feel like that yeah. kind of stuff is like realistic too like five to ten minutes a day is you don't realize how much of a difference it can make and mm-hmm. I feel like once you do it you you really realize that you can be more centered in every other thing that you're doing yeah. when it comes to work when it comes to a friend when it comes to a partner when it comes to watching tv you're like actually able to yeah. participate in those things Because you just granted yourself 10 minutes, which we think is a lot, but in a day, 10 minutes is nothing. And even, like, spending time in the mornings, like, just to have a morning. Mm -hmm. And not, like, wake up and, like, oh, gotta go to work now. Like, just to have, like, a morning where, like, you know, 30 minutes where I just, like, get get my day started. Yeah. I find that's really helped me so far, so. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. If, If you guys have any good or interesting New Year's resolutions, feel free to share them with us. Love Mm -hmm. to hear them. 
I'm always like interested to hear what people are working on it's a source of inspiration because sometimes you're like oh wow that's something I could be working on or that's that's so valuable so share with us let us know yeah and maybe for some of you who are tuning in your new year's resolution or intention is to break up with a friend and you're wondering how am I going to do this like you know new year new me new energy um you know recognizing maybe that a certain friendship or relationship isn't serving you Mm -hmm. so that's what we're going to talk about today um kind of a heavy way to start off the new year but (laughs) i guess it's like what better way than to get rid of toxic energy exactly i guess like jez i know we've been absent for a little while so like the kind of chronology of what we've spoken about is building friendships and then nurturing those friendships and then sustaining those friendships and long distance friendships so it just kind of made sense to then talk about how do you end those friendships that aren't serving you that you don't necessarily feel like nurturing anymore at this point in your life so mm-hmm. and kind of normalizing that too that sometimes like you know you've put in all the work into trying to make a friendship happen um or work out and if it doesn't well like that's okay and like the world will continue to go on and yeah it sucks and it's definitely important to take time to like mourn those friendships but um yeah just normalizing like getting out of situations that you think no longer serve you Mm -hmm. um I think what I've heard a lot about too is when you end like relationships don't serve you I almost find that there is like a a whole colony of people to tell you like this relationship isn't good for you and like this this partner isn't serving you and you're not the best version of yourself but we're often reluctant to tell our friends or even come to those realizations when it's a friendship um but friendships serve the same level of love and source of happiness that relationships do so Mm -hmm. it's just as important to recognize those in your friends or for you to recognize and reflect on your friendships just as much as you reflect on your relationships like do I want to be with this person do I still want to be friends with this person so I think it's in normalizing friendship breakups it's just normalizing the idea alongside what we do with relationships yeah yeah Yeah. exactly I feel like I've had healthy friendship breakups and then some unhealthy friendship breakups so when I reflect on them I know how I probably could have gone about those friendship breakups in a better way like being either the break break upper um but then at the same time through having been broken up with I can reflect on the ways in which I would have preferred somebody and that friendship with me mm. so I think it's it, it's good to be on both sides because you almost it makes you a better breaker upper but it also makes you realize like damn I I value friendships and if I don't want to lose them I should probably be a better friend yeah so yeah it happens and it's it's okay. I think it's just like through those things happening that you can become a better person, better friend, better partner. Yeah. Obvious reasons to break up with a friend aside. Like, you know, if nothing super bad happened where like she took your man or whatever. Mm. Or, There'd or be more than your, a breakup or happening. Or took your girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, besides like those obvious, like there's a source of why or an event that happened that like triggered the breaking up of, of the friendship yeah um I think sometimes people just like grow apart and especially when it's like friendships that you've had maybe in your teenage years or childhood and then as you move into like adulthood like people grow and change and evolve 
um, and people like solidify themselves into their adult identity, right? And so um, the person that you started off being friends with all those years ago may not be that person anymore. And like, that's okay. It's kind of yeah. just like people are naturally going to grow and evolve. And it's really a matter of like what you said before, kind of like waking up every day and deciding like, am like making the choice to continue this relationship mm-hmm. or to continue this friendship. Like, do I still want to be friends with this person? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, like that's okay. Yeah. And, um, it's like no animosity. Like sometimes people just right. grow apart and it's not you. It's not me. It's just, we don't mesh anymore. And, and I think fine. based on what you're saying too, I like, yeah, that's categorized under a breakup, but there's such a negative connotation with the term breakup. But it it's not a bad thing. Like you you shed dead skin, you you get rid of old clothes. Like there's so much evolution in humans until we become a version of ourselves that we're happy with and then we change it a couple of months, couple of days, couple of years later. So we're not stagnant and there's no reason to feel as though we need to stay in these stagnant relationships out mm-hmm. of like I feel bad. Um and if you do separate and go your your opposite ways, again, it's not my original point was that it's not a bad thing even though it's called a breakup it's not a bad thing like you can have compassionate uh ending of a relationship and you're like okay we're cool we're okay there's no there's no beef yeah yeah basically yeah i was trying to find a better way to say it but like there's no beef (laughs) like we good (laughs) just chicken no beef (laughs) (laughs) i just kind of overlooked what you said because i didn't get it (laughs) No chicken. I mean, just chicken, no beef. Get because it? the person is a chicken. <laughs> no. I'm making reference to, like, the meat. Or, like, no pork, just beef. There's a reason. <laughs> I mean, just beef, just pork, no beef. I once told somebody that our podcast should go famous because, like, we're funny. <laughs> and he just was like, I hope you're not talking about yourself because, like, I don't think you're funny. And I was like, well, we're sure not fucking talking about Brianna because, like... <laughs> I think um, it might be good to say, like, you said besides very obvious reasons why you might end a a friendship, like, such as, I don't know, some shady-ass shit, uh, maybe things like somebody is just into different things that you are into at this point, and so you're not, there's nothing to um, align, align about, there's nothing to... That brings you guys together. Uh, other things that could just be natural but not negative are um, maybe just communication. Like you guys don't communicate in the same ways. You're at different points in your life. Somebody could be planning a family, whereas you could be traveling the world. And you're just, there's nothing really to bring you guys together or to communicate about even. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are examples that I can think of off the top of my head that are natural reasons why you would stop being friends with a person. But not negative. Yeah, that should be some time to talk about like shady toxic shit. Yeah. <laughs> How to yeah. do a breakup if it's actually because of shady toxic shit? Yeah, because there Cause might be there, people there's who more are, like of an opportunity. I think to have a conversation. Okay. Maybe when there's like shady toxic shit that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I think I may have an unpopular opinion on this because people are just like, "I'll cut you out," and mm-hmm. like. Um, won't have a conversation with the other person but Mm -hmm. I think this is my personal opinion that um you need to hold people accountable and you need to also give people the opportunity to 
know what like shady toxic shit they were doing so i think in a conversation like you know calling somebody out so that they could have a call in and reflect mm-hmm. on their involvement in why this friendship or relationship um fell apart um is important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to depending on like how how much you valued the friendship like i do think that certain scenarios warrant um a conversation like that's the least yeah. you could give the person uh, right? yeah yeah absolutely i totally agree i feel like if you at least i do this in like my i was telling you yesterday like with my brother i'm always like even if i'm angry at you i still feel like because i love you and i want us to have a good relationship i'm gonna call you i'm gonna tell you instead of just ignoring you because in my mm-hmm. mind i still want to be good with you at the end of the day so it's in my interest just to communicate to you what you're doing is impacting me. Maybe it's unintentional. Maybe you're just not thinking about me, but you need to be. Like, you, I need to be on your mind, so yeah. change it. But I think with that, what I see sometimes is that we are so reluctant to let go of people in our life because we love them, and that friendship means a lot to us. So we kind of will, like have a conversation and then have another conversation and then have another conversation and then maybe have like seven more conversations. So I think there's like a, to in line with like respecting yourself and loving yourself is like sometimes somebody else is being toxic to you, but you still don't want to let them go because you still love them. And I think that is something that when you say people are like, let me just cut you off. They don't think about like objectively speaking, I should cut you out because you're being a shitty ass friend, but I still love the person you are or the relationship we've had so it hurts me to let you go but I do feel like at a certain point conversations with people shouldn't be your priority anymore I feel like in some of my relationships like I will always take the time to have a conversation with a friend and be like I love you and I care about you and what you're doing isn't serving me and if they still don't uh, take that into consideration knowing what I've shared with them I feel like I, I don't at this point in my life I'm over trying to give people like six or seven chances or no, six or seven that's, yeah that's not what I meant though what I meant is like to give the person the conversation of this like I'm ending this friendship oh yeah. okay okay I feel like sometimes like that conversation doesn't mm-hmm. happen enough okay and I see so it's saying. kind of like like what the fuck yeah it ends yeah. with animosity because then yeah, I don't know. Nobody but, wants to just be, like, walked out on. Yeah, even if like, they're blindsided being, and yeah. have, like, somebody be like, well, what the hell happened, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, in terms of, like, having that conversation of saying, like, hey, we've spoken whatever, given you a chance, and, like, just so you know, like, I'm kind of over, over this it. friendship. Yeah. Hopefully that should trigger the person who is being, like, broken up with or being toxic, let's say. Right. Hopefully that will trigger some sort of like reflection on their part, but at least they're being held accountable yeah, to yeah. your yeah, yeah. your feelings instead of just like you're cut by yeah 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 yeah. So I think the point of self reflection should happen regardless of if you've been broken up with or if you've been yeah. the breaker upper, because I think that um, you know just. Everybody should have a part in thinking about, okay, how did I contribute to the deterioration of this friendship, if I did in any ways? Right. Um, And just, like, really taking a moment to sit down with that and, like, think about it and be honest with yourself because that then should trigger a change in how you go about um, 
your other friendships. Yeah. And it just makes you, you know, a better friend. And it's it's also makes you just, like, a better person. And it's something that you should do for you. Um, kind of, to you know, thinking about it in terms of, okay, I recognize that, like, I did everything that I could have done in this friendship. And I don't think that I was at fault or I'm not going to blame myself for mm-hmm. being broken up with. Mm-hmm. Um, that, too, I think could be um, important. I think, like, it's think through the pain as well. Like, sometimes if you're the person who's getting broken up with, obviously it sucks and it hurts. So it's easy just to be like, yo, fuck that person. Like, they're I'm better off without them. They're never going to find a friend like me. Uh, I was so good to them. And vice versa, sometimes when you're the one who breaks up with someone, it's you could just be like, well, fuck them, like, I'm better off. But naturally, like, it's painful mm-hmm. for both people. So try to work through the pain as opposed to just giving into it, which is, fuck that person. Um, you're in pain, obviously, because you love them. So think about it and, and use that pain in that moment to see how you could be better and this doesn't happen again in, in future relationships, especially if it was unexpected, like... That definitely sucks, and you're you're angry, you're resentful, but um, in every in everything that happens, there's a lesson to be mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. So even if you think maybe you didn't deserve it, and that could be it, there's still something to learn about that. Maybe it's asking, checking in with your friends more often, and saying, "Hey, how are you? Like, what's going on? Are we good?" Like little check-ins about your friendship. But I think naturally, I've been there when it's like, "Well, fuck that bitch! Like, she didn't deserve me anyways." But then I'm like, okay, no, I know I could have been better here. I know I could have had more conversations. Did I deserve to be broken up with in that way? No. But do I see how I could have contributed to that person's pain? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, too, like making the distinction, not distinguishment, distinction, between, um, like, the reason for the breakup, so that, like, the source of tension in the friendship being the reason, whatever yeah. that is. And also the style or the way that the breakup was approached. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think you're, I think you could, um, you could like honor or not honor, but like you could accept, I guess, the reason for being broken up with and like you should respect that. Mm-hmm. But you could problematize the way that you were broken up with. Does yeah, that make sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like if I so just came to you and I was like, like two points of reflection. I'm there. done with you and fuck you. Yeah. I might be right in breaking up with you, but like, did I have to go about it in, in an immature way. way? Yeah, maybe in that moment I thought I could, but <laughs> no. Yeah. And on that note, we can talk about some of the ways that somebody could break up with a person that is healthy. That is. Uh, respectful towards you wanting to end that relationship but still respectful to the person that you're ending it with mm-hmm. um I think something for me that I really obsess over in any relationship beginning middle or end is communication like I need to know why you feel the way you do like even if somebody's like mad one day and they get over it a day later I just need to know why you were mad like that's how I am so I think it's important to tell people I could be wrong and some people might feel like I don't need to know just like let me know you don't want to be friends anymore but for me I always feel uh let me know like where this is coming from and chances are maybe I agree with you and it's not a negative thing um but if you could find a couple of sentences to let me know why this friendship isn't working out for you anymore 
not that I'm going to try to get you back or whatever, but like you said earlier, it's a point for me to reflect on. It's a point for me to take accountability and be better for the relationships that I still have the potential of serving. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I would recommend if you ever are trying to be a breaker upper is as awkward and uncomfortable as it can be. Maybe write a letter. It doesn't always have to be in person. Yeah. You can write a letter you can send a message, send a voice note if you still want it to be somewhat personable. Um, but try to let a person know. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, um, a conversation um, in one way or another is definitely important. Yeah. I would, I, if I was being broken up with, I would want that. So I don't know if that makes it good to adopt as a person that would break up with somebody else. But yeah. Um, I just try to do what I would like to have. Yeah, done so, to me. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of like the older we get, when people like the discourse of like I put myself first and I'm getting rid of people and and yeah, all of that can be true. But at the same time, it it can be true that you're putting yourself first, but still putting um, that conversation with somebody else. Like technically, it's more for that other person than it is for you. Mm-hmm. But I think in sometimes two things can be true at the same time, like you always say, you can still put yourself first, but do due diligence to that relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Just compassionate. I think too, you might be done with me, but like if I'm being blindsided, I mean, every situation is different, but I think I've been places where I haven't expected that. So I'm just kind of like, I might take a minute to process it or I might have questions like just, just have some compassion. Losing anybody is hard, especially if it's a friend that you didn't anticipate losing. Mm-hmm. Um, might be uncomfortable because you're completely like done, but compassion is huge yeah. for me. Yeah. And two, like feeling, regardless of which side you're on, feeling okay removing them from social media. I yeah. feel like that is a big um, like stressor point for people yeah. and for myself included. Um, cause it kind of like puts a finality to things yeah. and you don't necessarily have to do it in every situation, yeah, yeah. but if you realize that like, I don't know, seeing this person's stories or whatever their posts is a source of pain, like just normalizing, like it's okay for me to also clear out my social media. I think we were talking about this the other day too, when we we're like, okay, we've decided like this friendship isn't serving us in any way. We don't really want to be, maybe it's a painful breakup. We don't really want to be reminded of each other for whatever reason. I think it's okay then to do that unfollowing and remove the taboo-ness around it. Like, oh my God, what a bitch she unfollowed yeah, me. Like, I think exactly. you follow people whose life you're invested in. Like, you care. You you want to participate in. And if that doesn't do anything for you, like, why follow them? Other times it might just be y'all are going your separate ways. Like, it's natural. So there's no animosity. Beef chicken, whatever the thing you say. <laughs> beef chicken. Um, there's no beef, just chicken. Yeah, there's no beef, just chicken, <laughs> that one. Um, and then you could follow each other or whatever. I think I've had both. Yeah, I've, like, unfollowed too. people. I've had people unfollow me. And I've also just kept people around because there's no, there's no issue. Yeah, exactly. I think it, it will be, um, like, different given the nature of the breakup or whatever. But, yeah. But I like that. Normalizing unfollowing. Now maybe what to do if you're getting broken up with. Yeah. I mean, cry. I probably yeah. would cry. I've cried. Yeah, I've cried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be angry, cry, feel everything. Like, oh. feel your pain. Yeah. And 
just know like it will get better I think feel your pain I also think just like self-talk like sometimes this might just be a me thing but I really find it therapeutic to like work through what happened and I can't like I over obsess over things like I think about them in bed I can't sleep I think about it when I wake up so sometimes I find instead of just keeping it out here literally like putting it out into the universe being like I'm really fucking upset that I'm not friends with this person anymore and I know that that was probably best for me but it sucks and it just find like it makes it more real rather than this little pocket of depression I'm keeping in my brain Mm -hmm. that I can't really think through and it just feels like shitty I think another thing that I would say is talk to your other friends about it um when we started this I think we mentioned in one of the first episodes like we normalize so much when a boy um not a boy when partners break up with each other and your girls are there, your friends are there with like ice cream and movies and cry about it and let's go out and get drunk and there's this ritual when you end a relationship and you know you can depend on that like as a as a me as a woman in a in relationships that I've been in I've always known that should it ever end I have my girls to count on yeah. um there will be people to bring me back up but I can't confidently say that I've even thought that about friendships and it's not a reflection of my friends it's more so like my brain how I've normalized it like okay yeah, I just think it's our on. socialization like nobody nobody really talks about yeah. friendship breakups so you don't like, grieve it in the same yeah. way yeah and like if you said oh I saw being friends with that person I wouldn't ask you like oh how do you feel about that I'd yeah. Be like, okay yeah you know fuck I mean? her like, yeah that would be yeah, like yeah. my my instinct right but I think we should work towards like changing that yeah. and recognizing that there is a lot of pain in friendship breakups and if your friend is going through one of those, then, like, to be there for them Absolutely. in the same way that you would if um, they were, like, ending a romantic relationship. Yeah. I think I remember one time, like, when I went through a series of friendship breakups in, like, a span of a couple of months. And, like, it was right for me. It was the, the best thing for me at the time. But I felt, like, so much pain. I remember, I think it was when I started my MA, so that was, like, around when the time I met you. But I just remember being, like, so upset. But in my mind, I was like, okay, well, like, get over it. Like, type <laughs> yeah, of thing. Like, yeah. okay, you're not friends with them. They're stupid idiots anyways. But I didn't really talk about it or think about it. And I just went about my life. But only through, like, as time passing and really reminiscing about once, once the phase is passed that you're angry and bitter and I miss those people and I've thought about positive memories, I get, like, I used to get really upset and sad. And I was like, why didn't I you know, really work through how painful this was at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just because, like you said, we're not socialized to think that way or put that much emphasis on friendships. But I totally, totally hope that we can change that culture and, like, g- allow our friends to grieve or allow ourselves to grieve when we when we lose a friend. I think if that happened, we would also be more comfortable leaving friendships that don't serve us yeah because we normalize leaving relationships but we don't normalize leaving friendships it's like okay whatever it's just a friend like I don't really have to talk to her much she's just there when I do talk to her I get annoyed so I just talk to her less but like why what's the point of even talking to her or him and also while you're going through the pain I saw this quote that I thought was really good and it was like take comfort in the fact that you haven't met all the people that you're going to love Mm -hmm. in your life yet so, like, even though this may seem like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Like, this person was so important to me. Like, 
yes, that's true, but it's also true that you will meet other people. Mm. Um, and, like, you will be okay and get through this. Yeah. So. I think that, too, is, like, uh, healing from it is easier, too. Like, knowing that and having that, like, truth at the front and center of your mind, like, it would be in a breakup, helps. Because you're like, I will make a new best friend. I will make a new friend. I will be okay. Because, I've like, I met you literally so much later in my life. Like, not yeah. early on. Um, so you just, you continue to meet people all the time. And it's so nice because I think we actually made that in our first that point in oh, our yeah. first episode so it's like we've come full circle in the <laughs> chapter because <laughs> chapters get it was that intentional did i pick up <laughs> anyways um another thing on that note that i wanted to just quickly mention was like i sometimes find it's like the show like Friends and Seinfeld and most recently I've been literally binge watching Girlfriends. My girlfriend. I would sing but I can't sing as good as you. <laughs> so I won't. Um, but even like that show like it yeah. it presents this image of friendships and like these friend groups um, that have conflict but like they work through it and like it's fine and it's beautiful and um, I don't remember if it was my brother or Chaz but someone mentioned like wow, when girls watch this, like, does it make them think that this is what they should have? And it, I didn't think that. And I was like, wow, it makes me feel like shit because like, now I'm like, should I have this? Um, but I, I think the media representation of friendships is, is very one way. And it presents mm-hmm. this beautiful image of like enduring friendships. And you go through everything together and it's beautiful and you fight and you make up. Um, and as that is the case, sometimes it's not always. And there's not enough... I think depiction of the the sadness that comes in friendships like you invest a lot in in those relationships and so I just think if maybe it's just me but if you're one of those people too that have watched these shows and then sometimes feel like you're lacking something because you don't have that nature of friendships like I don't necessarily think that is the case and I think it's important to remember that when you're obviously like any media depiction of anything Mm -hmm. is like the most glamorous version of it so I think it's okay to remember that you don't have to be like freaking Joey and Chandler for the rest of your life yeah or like like friendships will what's the word looking for like lean and wane I don't know if that's what it is but they'll go through like waves so yeah. it's not that it's always gonna be like that and it's not that it'll never be like that mm-hmm. um and also let the record show that those shows didn't really age well. Like, they did some toxic ass shit that I probably would be like, you're. Yeah, that's what we were talking about yesterday. I was like, they still all stay friends and they're all like, lovey dovey. I'm like, yeah. but how? Okay, so I think for the most part, that was that was good. We captured everything we wanted to talk about. Um, I think mainly we really just wanted to focus on normalizing friendship breakups in 2021. Mm. Wow. 2021! That is so depressing. <laughs> Oh my god, 2021. <laughs> wow. Um, we, I think everybody has probably suffered in their own ways this year. Everybody has kind of come to terms and had like forced to almost confront new things, mm-hmm. um, difficult things. Um, and I think everybody has probably set goals for themselves going forward in 2021. And one of those should be reflecting on the relationships you have, including your friendships and what they bring to the table, and 
maybe not like having conversations with friends about friendship breakups like sit down with your circle of friends and be like hey guys like none of us have ever broken up with a friend before like just have conversations about it and and the one thing that I would just say is reflect on the friendships you have and if they're not serving you talk about it and if they're still not serving you let them go yeah drop them there you go peace out so, we don't need so, you. Eight down. Down, down, down. Um, you guys have anything to add or interesting topics or stories on friendship breakups? Some things that you've done. If you've been the break upper, the break uppy. Yeah, send us a message. Not if you've broken up with me, like all of y'all. Don't send those stories about me because I'll know it's about me. But like, I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a good um, rehash of like, hey, this is how, you know, you said you didn't deserve to be broken up in that way so maybe it will trigger yeah if y'all are coming with an apology (laughs) come through but if you're not coming with an apology do not come through please anyways um okay i think do you want to we should end with the cards i think to bring it down to like you know maybe a little bit lighter heavy as fuck this is not 2021 energy am i right should we do two or three should we do another, like, one, and then we'll do a two? Okay. Okay. Uh, for everybody on the not watching YouTube, I was going to be, like, on the phones right now, <laughs> calling in. Ain't nobody calling in because we're fucking nobodies. But we're picking another card from number one. Do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for evidence? Of course. I'm... Of course, because all girls do that, of course, because it's me. Oh, because it's you. Do I give you crazy vibes? <laughs> I've never. I really respect the privacy. The phone, the laptops, the Apple Watches. Sometimes you just gotta stay on top in case they're buying you a gift, you know? You just gotta make sure it's the right one. <sighs> okay. Do you think plants thrive or die in my care? Explain. They do both. They died <laughs> this time around, but they also thrive. My poor babies. We're figuring it out. It's a process. One step at a time. Okay, now we're moving to level two, so shit's about to get deep. Brianna might get uncomfortable, as she does. Oh, God. Ugh. What is a dream that you've let go of? Shit, this is where I get uncomfortable. I don't want to answer this. Next. Why? No. Question. Answer <laughs> no, it. No, because now Where's I Where's the dig lie. deeper card? <laughs> no. No, no, this is not podcast appropriate. Next. Guys, keep in mind, she's lying to all of y'all. <laughs> she doesn't want to be honest with you. She doesn't respect you. No, I respect them. I just am not ready to share that. All right, okay, that's fine. How can you become a better person? How can I become a better person? Okay. This is a good that's question. That's a good question to think about, you know, self-reflection. It's like that thing that we saw on Instagram that was like, I want better friends in 2021, yeah. so I'm going to be a better friend. Word, so, I love that. How can I become a better person? Um... I don't know, I'm just so great. You can maybe start with some <laughs> humility. <laughs> wow. No, I think I think I could wow, Okay, I look crazy. this is this is something that I I also have realized that I tend to do and I would like to stop doing because I think it would make me a better person, better listener, mm-hmm. is to avoid the tendency or the desire to center myself in conversations that I have with other people. So I think it's like a, everybody does it and I feel like it's a really big common um, issue a little bit that everybody does. Um, And so I personally just want to stop, try as much 
as possible to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think it's like a default, like it is. thing that people do. So, it's, um, I feel like when I learned it in class, it was about a way that we bond. Like if I say only oh, two, you feel yeah. connected, but sometimes it's sometimes. Just yeah. And I, cause I feel sometimes that when I have conversations with people, like they start centering themselves and it's sometimes I wish like that didn't happen. So I think I'm just going to try to do it too mm-hmm. so that hopefully one day yeah lead by example back, come back around yeah so I that's what look. i think that's a good one <laughs> okay my turn now what is the last thing you lied to your mother about all right the <laughs> <laughs> subject of 2021 right now actually what is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself i was gonna say my selflessness but i'm trying to change that yeah so i don't think that's a good one what is one thing I wouldn't ever want to change? Yeah. What is what something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? I mean, I feel like you could you could say your selflessness because you kind of said that like you want to prioritize yourself, but also that doesn't mean that you become selfish. See, this is my problem. I think by putting myself first and yeah, I guess so. You know? So you could still be selfless but also put yourself first. I think being selfless requires you to put yourself first because how could you be selfless for others if you can't be selfless for yourself? Yeah. Sorry, put that in a meme. <laughs> put it in a meme. How many times did I say self in there? We should fucking have a I know. Sally. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm following. Self for me, self for dumb, selfless, selfish. Okay, I got it. We're good. Okay, see? Should we do three? you want to do three we could i mean worst case we could cut so it now out, listeners user. callers we're picking up from three how would you describe me to a stranger um yeah let's hear this but i feel like we just talked about it it's okay kind of obvious isn't it what describe funny, you as hilarious bubbly. cool wow look at me i'm trying to like give you compliments and you're like yes funny hilarious that's a compliment no is that not a compliment yeah but you're like ugh. Okay, go, go, go. Perfect, the new one. What parts of yourself do you see in me? Oh, what parts of myself do I see in you? I can tell you. Um, I mean, selflessness, not putting ourselves first. Yeah. Uh, what else? Big hearts. Yeah. Um, intelligence. Smart bitches. <laughs> Family-oriented. That's good. Yeah. Okay, yellow. In one word, how would you describe our conversation? Like today's? Yeah, I guess. Or conversation in general, if you want. Uh, today's, I think, would be powerful. I feel like we talked about a lot of important things. And like, yeah, we're having fun, lighthearted. But I think a lot of what we spoke about is powerful and resonates with lots of people. I think in general, I feel like it's, it's playful. Like, I feel like we always are cracking jokes all the time. And like bantering. Mm-hmm. Having banter. Do you have banter? Do you banter? <laughs> Do you are you in possession of the banter? No, I don't know. I think bantering was okay to say. Anyways, yeah, we banter. We have banter. We banter. We banter. Bantering we're, we're is key. People. Oh yeah, no, I take that back. <laughs> key for what? Is key for any relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, me too. In I, my personal life, banter I prioritize. Me too. I feel like if I. 
I get really awkward around people who like don't laugh at my jokes. Like I get like like physically uncomfortable. Like I start sweating. I'm like, why is this person not laughing? I'm like, am I not funny? <laughs> Thanks guys for sticking through with this series on friendship so far. Yeah. Uh, we've gone through kind of a full cycle on coming to the end. So we appreciate you. Uh, repost, share, like, all that fun stuff. We're trying to make it big and famous. No, just kidding. We're doing this for like a personal passion and hobbies and nothing else. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TTYL. Okay. TTYL. Okay, bye. bye. bye.